0: Oh, you notice anything different about Brother Wayne today? I don't have if it's any time it's not, you let's watch you here. Where's today? Uh, you notice anything different about him? He's pretty good to his grandpa, did he not? Yeah, he didn't a ball ahead. So, let's get her baby this week, living the cold. I know this past Monday, I'm out of the Thank the Lord for that. I we will show the is, uh, we're forward to that forward that. mean, they do have pictures, though. You got pictures? Yeah. There uh, yeah, They have pictures to so be sure to see the copies after the service, and they will show pictures of that You can the Lord's today. Welcome to all of our guests and all of series that we kicked off a few weeks ago on how to listen to God, and today we want to continue with the thought on how God gets our attention. So if you will, please take out your sermon notes that you are having this morning, and we're going to launch right into this, and try to get a better understanding of how the Lord gets our attention. And A story with you. I've shared this story uh, some time in the past, but I think it just illustrates the point of how things get our attention. And for those who are fairly new, you may not have heard this story. Our old regulars have heard it. But in March of 1999, when we first moved to Muscuna, there was a system in place here. In the city of Muscuna, really, this whole area, maybe it's a Midwest to I don't know. answer <laughs> It's number one, talk this about again. a king. There was a king by well, the name of relationship there. But Haman despised the Jews. And he put out and he kind of tricked King Ecstasy and decided this decree in the law that tomorrow all the Jews are going to be killed. We're going to annihilate all the Jewish people and we're just going to kill them all. Well, he kind of put out his petition to the king and the king thought, well, okay, maybe that's what we need to do. The cause of this raising is jealousy for Mordecai, the Jew. With that night, the next day now, the Jews will be killed. We pick up the story in Esther chapter number 6. And I want you to notice how God now is getting the attention of King Xerxes. Look what he says in verse number 1 of Esther chapter 6. He says, that not the king could not sleep. Get that? He could not sleep. So he ordered the book of the Chronicles to, be, uh, the Chronicles of the rape, to his right to be brought in and read to him it was found recorded that Mordecai had exposed Bichonah and terrorists two of the king's officers who had gone in the doorway who had conspired to assassinate king Exorcist. Long story short there, the time gets started, but I want you to notice what's happening here. The king is wanting to kill all the Jews. Now, the Jews are God's children You know what? That's a good thing. Go right outside the gate and get more to God. Somebody else brings maybe, possibly, a message from the Lord. Or maybe it's something that they've seen in our lives. Or, or maybe it's something that they, that they just want to speak something to us. And we hear that. We need to think, wow, that just may be from the Lord. Let me give you a biblical example. It's found in 2 Samuel chapter number 12. I want you to turn there, if you will, please, in 2 Samuel. Just go back a few books from where you were. 2 Samuel chapter number 12. Here's the story of David and where King David had sinned with Bathsheba, the wife of Uriah. And if you remember the story, this is the time when Israel was at war. And the Bible plainly teaches us that it was a time when kings should be at war. But David was at his house, he was taken on a vacation. He was standing up on the top of his house, and he looked down, and he saw this beautiful lady by the name of Bathsheba. And she was bathing there on the top of her house. And David, really lusted in his heart after her, brought her in, had sex with her. She became pregnant. He tried to cover up this whole lot. He had sinned in the sight of God. Well, now God's trying to get David's attention. Would you agree that David's not walking her up to support her? Do you agree that the Scripture is true when it says that sin will separate us from God? I mean, it just puts a wall up. We have a hard time hearing from the Lord, or even more than because sin has separated us. That's what's in place in David's life. So God had to get David the Well, he did that through his prophet, Nathan. And he brought Nathan to keep David. We pick up the story in chapter 12, verse number 1. The Bible says that the Lord sent Nathan to David when he came to him, he said, Can I share with you the story? This is what he said. He said there were two men in a certain town, one rich and the other poor. The rich had a very large number of sheep and cattle, but the poor man had nothing except one little U.M. that he had bought. And he raised it, and he grew it up with him and his children. He shared his food, and drank from his cup, and even slept in his arms, and it was like a dollar to him. Rich man wanted to the sheep, looked to the cattle. Poor man one little ewe lamb that he raised up with his family it was almost like a family pet okay and it was part of the family this one little ewe lamb and then the trapper came to the rich man of her sport, but the rich man refrained from taking one of his little sheep or cattle to prepare a meal for the trapper he went down Instead. to that message? Are you getting my attention to what's taking place and going on? God, what is going on in my life? Peter, David responded to the word, and faithfully, David got right with God. And we see his prayer of repentance in Isaiah, in Psalm 51. We see where David prayed this great prayer of repentance, and he got. down. Romans 2, verse 4. He said, Or do you show contempt for the riches of His kindness? Get this, the riches of the blessings or the abundance of His kindness and His tolerance and His patience? All the wonderful things that you enjoy—let me tell you where all that came from. It comes from God, and a lot of times in our life, as God's trying to get our attention. Yes. in your life. And sometimes, and it's almost whenever there's an issue, whenever there's a need, or whatever, and you really petition God, and you go to God in prayer, and it seems like the heavens are brass. Have you ever been there? Have you ever experienced that? It seems like God's not listening, and nobody cares, and it seems like you're all by yourself, and literally the are supposed to go? You know what God does sometimes with that? He's trying to get take place as we are experiencing that. Hopefully it will drive us, because here's what hopefully will take place. Whenever we're going through a season of unanswered prayer, you know what we should do? We should have a spiritual evaluation of our own life. We should look at ourselves and say, okay, what is taking place in my life? Why are my prayers not getting answered? Why is the heaven breathed? Why is God responding. Usually, there's some reasons that God is not responding to our prayer. I want to give you three or four here for you to jot down. I'm not even sure if I have to put you in the notes. I'll it. Okay. I want you to jot down a, a few ways that God would not answer Is going on. It's just that we simply pray out of the will of God. Listen, our prayers that we pray must be in. see. It's the fifth one God gets our attention about. Unusual circumstances. Unusual circumstances. Now, it's a great story about all you. You're very familiar with it. And it's where God was given. the It would be not. It's an not unusual circumstance. You think with God. He is holy. He didn't his holy record. He did the And then he gave Moses instruction. Well, what he wanted Moses to do. The point I want you to get, is not so much that story. It's a wonderful story. I'd love to preach it to you and, and teach the lessons to you there. But what I want you to get out of it is this. God uses unusual circumstances to get our attention. Have you been faced any? One uh, of the different circumstances that we go through. There are several I want to mention to you, just, just by thought about a way of trying to unpack some of this. What about the circumstance of failure? Have you ever experienced that? Joshua experienced that. You may want to put the book Joshua chapter seven, where there was a failure there with the people of Ai and how, how, how the people there, Ai, defeated them. What was it? Because they had they fell in the battle there, but there was sin again. You see, God got their attention through their failures. And as they've had an experience of the failure, they started evaluating what was taking place, and they realized they're not anything. You see, God may use failures in our life from time to time also. These, these circumstances to get our attention. Then there's the circumstances of the financial collapse. Now you read this story back in Judges chapter 17. Not scripture, therefore, in your notes. Judges chapter 17. I hope you'll take some time. So... <laughs> Significant. And the remedy for that was to, to make a, a golden brown snake and put it on a pole and that anybody that had been begging by the voice of the snake and they just had to look by faith towards the snake that was raised up on a pole and they could be healed. I think it's pretty ironic. on All our ambulances and medical equipment and personnel and different things you'll find. Thank uh-huh. and confessing your sins. You see, there's no sense for me to pray for God. to heal you of your sickness when He gave you that sickness so you'd repent of your sin. Anybody not that how God works? He's got all this stuff figured out. Nothing. But God, a lot of times, will just be trying to get our attention through these unusual circumstances that takes place in our life. A restless spirit, a work from others, blessings, unanswered prayer, unusual circumstances. The important thing I want you to say is this. God loves you so much, and He cares about you so much, that He'll use a variety of methods, not just these, a variety of methods, whatever it takes, to get your attention. God's going to bug in that. That's how it gets our attention. I wonder if every head is bowed, every hour is closed, let me ask you a few questions. Is God trying to get your attention today? What is it that you may be going? We're studying on on how to listen to God. One of the best ways that we can listen to him is to realize when he's trying to get our attention. So what method is God using to get your attention? Thank yes. you.